Pauline, give me some of your tots. I ate his liver with some fava beans. A nice Chianti. Combo, pan fry, deep fry, stir fry. Yummy! Hey guys, welcome to another episode of The Cooking Show. Haul at you, boy. Hey, I took a week off. Didn't put out an episode last week. Wasn't uh, my intent. I had some things around the homestead that I needed to do on short notice, and they took up a lot of time and effort, and I just wasn't able to put an episode out. But we are back and better than ever. Um, I got a simple recipe, but really impressive. Or at least it's impressive to me. Uh, I'm just a sucker for making things that are like a, a brand name product, you know, like making hot dogs. It's like, oh yeah, you just buy hot dogs. Now you can make hot dogs. It's, it's really cool. It's a cool process. You can make General Tso's chicken or Mongolian beef, like things that you think just come from a store or a restaurant or whatever. And this week we're making peanut butter cups, which you think come in orange plastic wrapping, you know, Reese's peanut butter cups. But no, you can totally make these at home. And if you don't want to actually make peanut butter cups, the sort of the, the most prevalent part of this recipe is making homemade peanut butter. So you can just make homemade peanut butter, call it a day. Everybody will be impressed. And uh, it's actually really uh, economical. Like it's cheap to make peanut butter. You can buy na name brand peanuts or you can just get like bulk commodity peanuts and make peanut butter and it will be really, really good. And you'll know exactly what was in there like uh even if you get that natural peanut butter where it's like it's just peanut, peanuts and salt or it's peanuts and honey and salt and palm oil or something like that it's like you can make it with a neutral oil that you would prefer like avocado oil you know um because palm oil uh contributes to a lot of loss of habitat in borneo and it's uh, one of the primary uh threat vectors for the orangutan so i try to avoid palm oil on ethical uh, grounds but i'm not gonna be real preachy about it because i don't you know who cares it's peanut butter you're cooking peanut butter cups at home and you don't need to worry about saving the apes but uh yeah and also like even honey it's like it says that it has honey but then you read other things where you know how much of the domestic honey supply is adulterated with like corn syrup and it's like well are they using the good honey or are they using that you know quote quote unquote honey the the h-u-n-n-y honey <laughs> you know like whenever they spell the word differently because it's not a real thing you know it's like chocolatey oh I, uh what was it um uh george carlin had a whole bit about that it's like chocolatey flavor guess what that means it's not chocolate it's some imitation of it or whatever. Anyway, I don't want to go on too much of a tangent because this recipe is very simple and I want to wrap it up quickly and efficiently. So front matter, check out the show notes. We'll have, oh, the imager album link with the step-by-step. -step. And oh, this might be one of the shorter uh, imager albums that we have because, boy, there's not a whole lot of steps to this. But it is cool to see you know, a pile of peanuts turn into a jar of peanut butter. It's, it's neat. So we'll have the, the Imager album, special equipment. Yeah, you know, I don't want to put a link to like a Vitamix, like a $600 blender or something like that, um, because strictly speaking, you don't need it. 
but uh, you don't want to use that old ni 1972 Sunbeam blender that your grandmother had with the big heavy glass craft. So, you know, a good blender is probably uh, recommended or like a really good food processor. Not necessarily a robot coop, but I mean, at least a Cuisinart. You know, a Ninja blender, you know, with the multiple blades on the vertical shaft, that would probably work really well because you would get more surface area like cutting area on the on the peanuts and the peanuts will clump for a while until they kind of liquefy and turn into butter so but i'm not going to put a link to equipment because basically you just need like a good blender or a good food processor but it's kind of up to you i mean you could even do this in a mortar and pestle if you want to spend several hours making peanut butter and end up with forearms like popeye when you are finished but in special ingredients I will put a link to peanut butter powder, which you don't need for making peanut butter, but it is recommended for making peanut butter cups. And we'll talk about why later, but basically you want to turn your peanut butter into kind of like a peanut butter dough. And the best way to do that is by adding peanut butter powder to dry it out and give it that, that Reese's peanut butter texture that we all know and love. I guess I could also, I, I might forget about this, but um, silicone, uh, what are they called? Molds of like uh, peanut butter cup shapes, like little chocolate molds. Real simple to find. I mean, go on Amazon and be like, mm, you know, chocolate molds, candy molds, whatever. And then find the ones that look like peanut butter cups with the, the reeded edges around the outside, ruffled edges, whatever. Not scalloped necessarily because they are sharp uh, triangular edges. But uh, that would be useful as well. You could also just make these in blobs. They'll taste like peanut butter cups, but they'll look like gobs, I guess. I don't know. But let's uh, begin. We'll begin with how to make the peanut butter. And we're going to use, look, you can, you can use as many peanuts as you want. And you can use as much oil as you want. If you want to use oil, you can do it without oil. But the oil does make it nice and smooth and creamy. And it makes it viscous at an earlier stage in the blending process than what it otherwise would be and you want to use a neutral oil like like i said avocado hey you know what you could use peanut oil if you wanted to you know keep it on brand but you know whatever uh, a little bit of salt and honey if you want it to be a sweetened peanut butter and because i was using this to make peanut butter cups i did add honey to it if i were just making you know run of the mill down the line peanut butter i would use peanuts, a little bit of avocado oil and salt, and I would probably omit the honey. Now, how many peanuts do you want to use? For this recipe, I'll say one pound, but uh, you can certainly use more. I would recommend against making less. Like you don't want to just make a half cup of peanut butter because you'll have a real hard time blending it. As they get pulverized, they'll kind of just stick to the walls of the blender and the blade will not be blending anymore. It'll just be fanning the peanut paste <laughs> that is spackled to the walls and bottom of your blender. So you want a good volume of peanuts in there to keep the, the works from getting gummed up. Now, um, as far as like how much peanut butter will this amount of peanuts turn into, naturally, if you use a pound of peanuts and, you know, 
nominal amount of other ingredients, you're going to end up with like a pound of peanut butter, more or less, depending on more because there'll be maybe an ounce of other ingredients, but less because whenever you get it out of the blender, some of it will stick to the sides and you will not get it out. But that's logical. You know, a pound in, a pound out. What isn't logical or what isn't, um, hmm, well, you can't necessarily infer is like the volume. And the way it kind of works out is if you measure the volume of the peanuts, the amount of peanut butter will be between one half and three quarters as much. So if you use, uh, well, you wouldn't use one cup of peanuts because that would be too not enough. But if you did, if you used one cup of peanuts, you would look at, you'd be looking at a half cup to three quarters of a cup of finished peanut butter. And the reason for that is pretty simple. Peanuts are round shapes. And when you stack a bunch of round shapes, you get a bunch of empty space between them where the peanuts can't fit together very tightly. And then when you pulverize them and you make them into smaller particulate matter, all the way down to which to it to the point to the point in which they are borderline liquid, like a very viscous liquid, You've eliminated all of that space, so the same amount of mass occupies a smaller volume. And if that sounds too sciencey, I apologize. I have been on this kick of reading theoretical physics books, um, the Janus point, why does E equal MC squared? I'm just like fascinated by the nature of the universe, and I think of everything now in terms of vibrational energy and uh, mass divided by volume and um, how things exist in relation to the speed of light. And it's really weird. And uh, it turns out nothing's real. Everything's just sort of um, energy. And it comes together to make a table and a laptop and an exercise bike and a, you know, a wardrobe mirror and all these other things, doors and doorknobs. But none of it's real. It's all empty space. It's kind of crazy, trippy. All right, so let's make some, <laughs> let's make some peanut butter. Uh, what we want to do to begin with is preheat our oven to 350 degrees Fahrenheit and spread your peanuts out on a baking sheet and try to get it as close to a single layer as possible. Like you don't want just a big four inch pile of peanuts in the middle of your baking sheet, spread them out. Um, I put down a sheet of parchment paper, not because the peanuts will stick to the baking sheet, but because once you get it out and you got to transfer these peanuts to your blender, it makes it easy to grab like the corners of the parchment paper and kind of fold it up into a funnel and then you pick it all up and dump it into the, the blender. Otherwise, you got to use like a spatula or something. They're doing like 30 passes, snow shoveling these peanuts off the sheet into the blender and then he drops them and they kind of roll around on the floor and you never find them, whatever. So uh, we're going to put our peanuts on our baking sheet into our 350 degree oven for uh, no longer than 10 minutes. I think I went like six or seven. I put them in there. I was like, oh, it's only 10 minutes. I'll just wait. And then I'm like, you know, I'm hearing the Jeopardy theme song playing in the back of my head. It's like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm just sitting here waiting for these peanuts to warm up. But that's what you're doing. You want the peanuts to warm up because that will loosen the oils in the peanuts. They'll make the oils more energetic, more fluid, so that whenever you blend them, uh, the oils will kind of come out and contribute to the, the fluidity of the peanut butter. Okay. So throw them in there for between five and 10 minutes. Uh, your oven will smell nice and peanutty whenever you open it up and the peanuts will probably appear kind of shiny, you know, because the oils are heating up and moving to the surface. So if your peanuts come out looking a little wet, that is good. That's what you're looking for. 
get your peanuts into your blender, your food processor, or if you're really hardcore, a giant mortar and pestle, and uh, add approximately, a, uh, approximately, I think I put a B in it the first time I said that, approximately one half teaspoon of salt. Okay. Now, oh, the kind of peanuts that you're using, ideally they would be unsalted, but at the very least, you want lightly salted peanuts because um, it's actually kind of hard to get regular plain peanuts. And also, don't don't be a, what is it? Whenever you like to hurt yourself, is that a masochist or a sadist? I don't know, one of the two. Uh, don't be that and buy, you know, a five pound sack of sh- peanuts in their shell because you will never want to make peanut butter again if you're going through and just shelling all those peanuts. Get a big wad of peanuts that are you know, dry roasted, preferably unsalted. If you can't find them unsalted, lightly salted. And just look at the ingredients because they're putting all kinds of junk in peanuts now. I don't understand it. It's like, oh, these peanuts have vegetable oil. Why? Why? Why do you do that? These ones have sodium benzoate or whatever. It's like, come on, they're dry roasted peanuts. Stop screwing around. <laughs> so anyway, you get your uh, pound of <clears throat> unsalted, lightly salted dry roasted peanuts. You heat them up, get them in the blender, half teaspoon of salt. And then look, you'll probably, uh, if you want it to be nice and smooth and creamy and viscous, anywhere from two to four tablespoons of a neutral oil, but don't put it all in there yet. Maybe put one or two tablespoons in there. And then if you want to add some honey for sweetness, up to two tablespoons of honey, like just a touch. I mean, you can make it sweeter if you want, but at some point it stops being peanut butter and it becomes like peanut butter pudding or something like that. So you don't want to go overboard with the honey, but you put the honey in there and then you'll start pulsing your peanuts and listen, you're going to have to take the lid off the blender and probably use a silicone spatula or something to kind of jostle them around, push them down from the sides to keep them in contact with the blade. Obviously not running the blender while you're pushing down the sides, you know, disclaimer, don't be stupid, but you'll move them around a little bit because it'll take a little while before they start flowing. Um, but pulse them up, get them all pulverized and then do it some more and then do it some more. And if you're really having a hard time with dryness and just not getting any type of uh, movement on the peanuts, um, you know, add a teaspoon of oil, you know, and you can do this a couple times as you go through until you start getting the consistent consistency that you're looking for. Also, don't don't worry too much if you if you are using a Vitamix or a Blendtec or something, you know, like a high-powered blender like that. As you get further along in the process and you're not just pulse, 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 but you're actually like running it and then maybe jostling with the speed adjustment, you know, going all the way to 10 for a second and then dipping it down to three just to allow the peanuts to fall from the side and kind of incorporate into each other. Uh, when you take the lid off, chances are you're going to get some steam because number one, your peanuts are going in there warm. And then number two, it's a high powered, very abrasive environment with lots of angular momentum coming back to the physics thing. Your peanuts are going to heat up just by getting mushed together with each other. Friction basically is going to heat them up and that is going to beat out some of the peanut oil from the peanut puree that you're working with. All told though, blending, pushing down, blending again, mixing, adjusting the speed, pushing down, yada, 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 is going to run you, I mean, less than 10 minutes, I would say. So 10 minutes from having hot roasted peanuts to having 
warm, gooey peanut butter is not bad. And it's, you know, I, I didn't do a cost analysis on it, but there's no way that uh, making homemade peanut butter costs more than buying fancy, you know, single ingredient peanut butter. Because for some reason, uh, the fewer ingredients that are in it, the more it costs. Weird, weird how that works. <laughs> so once you've got this to a consistency that you want, and hey, maybe you want it chunky, maybe you want it kind of grainy, maybe you want it as smooth as silk, baby. Once you get it to there, using that silicone spatula, you can spatula this out into a jar. And oh, how cute is it that I got a bunch of glass peanut butter jars from our fancy peanut butter that we keep the jar and I uh, just put the peanut butter into that. So the peanut butter went into a peanut butter jar. So it's right at home. It's like, hey, I know what it's like in here. Uh, do that and then put it in the fridge. Cool it down because it will, it'll be sloppier <laughs> than what it'll be once it's cooled down. And I'm saying like some people keep their peanut butter in the fridge. Some keep it in the pantry, whatever. I'm not telling you how to live your life. I'm just saying cool that stuff down. And then if you want to put it in the pantry, you can. But I don't know how well it'll keep at room temperature. I would keep it refrigerated just because it's a raw product. You're not putting any preservatives in there. You're not um, like heat treating it or vacuum packing it or anything like that. So I don't know what would happen to it if you just put it in the pantry. So I would say keep it in the fridge just because. Now, let's get on to using our peanut butter to make peanut butter cups. We are going to break out our old friend, the double boiler. If you have a purpose-built double boiler, you know, like a ceramic insert into like a stainless steel or aluminum base, that's cool. Put, you know, half inch of water in the bottom there, heat it up on the stove so that it is simmering and that steam is kind of enveloping the bottom of the double boiler insert part. Barring that, you can just get two nesting mixing bowls and uh, pour some boiling water into the larger of the two. Use a kettle, use a pot, use a pan, whatever. Use the microwave. Get that hot water in there, and then we are going to add uh, approximately half cup of... Now, I did it with dark chocolate, but not like super dark chocolate. I did it with um, 60% dark chocolate. And those little, um, I think, are they called gems or something? They're just like little chocolate, not really morsels, not like Toll House morsels, but um, they're shaped like tiny little Rolos, I guess. Half cup of those. And then if you can get some cacao butter, it's like the cocoa butter when it's extracted from in the process of making cocoa powder. And uh, it comes in like little disc wafer things. Throw three of those in there. What that's going to do is going to add some fat to your melted chocolate to make it um, very glossy and pourable. And then whenever it sets and re-solidifies, it'll be like a beautiful little chocolatier style um, truffle-like thing. Kind of like, you know, you go to Godiva and all of their chocolates are shiny and perfect. And your peanut butter cups will be shiny and perfect if you do the same thing. But yeah, just three of those little white, cacao cacao butter ufos throw them in there and then very gently stir and melt and stir until it's completely liquid and at that point you can work on your peanut butter after this stuff has become liquid because you're going to have a lot of residual heat in the bottom of your double boiler and that that chocolate will stay liquid for a while so you get your peanut butter um, we're going to do let's say a half cup of peanut butter that you just made 
and then we'll start with a quarter of a cup of the powdered peanut butter. And like I said, what we're going for the with this, what we're going for with this is to create essentially a peanut butter dough, like something that is going to be kind of dry and consistent and that you can pinch off a little bit, roll it in your hands, press it out into a, a disc, and then get it into the mold, which we haven't talked about getting that started yet. But um, you just don't want gooey peanut butter because you'll it'll you'll make more of a mess than anything else. You'll lose half of it because it'll just be all wadded up in your hands, and you'll wash your hands, and then your your hard work goes down the drain. So uh, mix that up. Uh, like I said, half cup of peanut butter to a quarter cup of peanut butter powder, and then if it's not dry enough, if it's not doughy enough you can add more of that peanut butter powder, like a, a teaspoon at a time and mix it vigorously. Um, you can use a, a wooden spoon. You can use hand mixers if you want, but that's going to be more work than it's worth. I just use a wooden spoon and really whip it around and incorporate it as well as I can. And then we're going to take our double boiler that has our melted chocolate in the top and put mm, about three quarters of a tablespoon. It's like, it ends up being like two teaspoons in the bottom of each of your molds so that it covers the bottom, but you don't want it to, you don't want to fill the mold up because what we're going to do is you put that in there and then we're just going to rest a little disc of peanut butter clay. We'll call it peanut butter clay in the middle of each one of these. And then you'll spoon in more of your melted chocolate to fill the mold, completely cover the peanut butter disc that is inside. And then very gently, transfer those to the refrigerator so the chocolate can set and it gets nice and hard. And once it's set, I mean, I just do it overnight or do it for a couple hours, whatever. When the chocolate is set and it's nice and hard, you can eject them from these silicone molds without putting a whole lot of pressure on them. And because it's dark chocolate, it's going to be firmer, more rigid than like milk chocolate would be. So you don't have to worry about like jamming your finger through one of these. You just sort of want to um, pop them out and, and you can put them in a jar. You could wrap them in parchment paper, keep them in the fridge, do whatever. But that is basically it. It's really remarkably easy and they're really good. And it's like, wow, this is as good as that Reese guy. And uh, I can just make these in my kitchen whenever I want. But I'm limited to making 16 of them at a time because I have two of those silicone molds and each one has eight holes in it. So, you know, it limits, it, it, it imposes a limit on my gluttony. You know, I've had four of these things so far. They are fantastic. They're really good. But that's that. And they look cool. They taste cool. And uh, you make them to your specifications. So that is homemade peanut butter and peanut butter cups this week on the cooking show hopefully i'll see you guys next week and we won't have any calamities to deal with thanks for listening bye